Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to another amazing episode that's to come. I hope you guys have been doing well and continue to do well and move forward while we're under this pandemic slash quarantine slash lockdown slash I don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Some people have just lost it at this point. They really just don't. Some have just completely stopped giving a damn. And say, hey, we got to move forward. I agree, but we also have to stay safe at the same time. I'm in the middle. I'm kind of in the middle leaning towards not really caring anymore. But I'm still still wearing my mask. And I'm still only going out when I need to. And stay away from me. (laughs) Nonetheless, thanks for tuning in. Today's episode, I will be discussing something that has been itching away at me for quite some time. And that being the state of live music and live events. At the time of this recording, it is Friday, May 29th, 2020. And I have recently attended my first comedy show in almost a year. And my first live event in... Almost four months, if you can believe that. Thanks to my buddy, Randy Thomas, for hooking me up with the tickets. We were at the sh- we went to the Houston Improv last night and caught our first comedy show in a- quite a while. Uh, Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub have some sold-out shows for this uh, coming weekend. Many of you are asking, aren't you afraid you're going to catch COVID? Well, I mean, at this point, it's almost like me asking you, aren't you afraid you're going to get in a car accident or you're going to die in your sleep or you're going to die in a plane crash or you might catch the flu or I don't know, you might cut yourself and bleed to death. I don't know. My initial reaction would probably be, yeah, I don't want to catch it. But at the same time, I can't be living in fear my whole life. You know, very interesting to see how things are playing out with these live events now. We've only been three months removed from when everything shut down completely. I haven't really gone out to get food through curbside pickup. The only thing I've actually done has been the having gone to Best Buy and bought several things through curbside, which is very convenient for me. Not even two minutes and I got my stuff already. Let's go. As far as live events go, that's a completely different game changer. The improv had added to where they were at 50% capacity, which is maybe half of what they normally bring in as far as an audience. And yes, everybody was spread out. I put up a picture on Instagram and Tables were spread out. People were sitting with their people. And my buddy Randy and I, we had a table of our own, separated from everybody else. It felt good to laugh for a brief moment and forget it. Even though though it was brought up several times. I mean, of course, these the comics work it into their act. It's not like they're harping on it all the time. They got to talk about something. 
But it felt really good to get out there and enjoy some live comedy and laugh. Forget about the bullshit we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis. We're going to fine you if you don't wear a mask. Oh, nobody's paying attention. Stuff like that. So it it was fun. It was fun. We went to the first show, uh, which was Thursday night. We went to the first show, and up, once we get we got there, they checked our temperature. We checked out okay, and they had a whole table with trays full of masks and gloves and hand sanitizer. Needless to say, nobody was wearing them, but whatever. We had them. We even went to go eat at Twin Peaks a few hours prior. And they they were doing the same thing. They checked the temperature and they have their policies in place and rules and regulations that they have to abide to. Much like everywhere else. I feel like that's the only way we're going to be able to get out of this and be able to go back to some type of normalcy. Whether a vaccine comes or not, I have no clue. I mean, we get a we get a flu shot every year, and that's a completely different thing because every year is a different strain, a stronger strain. Necessarily, there's really no cure for anything out there if you really think about it. Cancer, um, what is it, the flu, the common cold, AIDS, possibly anything you can think of. There really is not a cure for that. I could be wrong. Please let me know if I'm wrong. If I'm missing out anything. But we have things that are able to control these diseases. Hell, myself, I'm, I have a history of allergies. And my weakness is tree pollen, dust mites, and ragweed. So it's been a few years since I've been on the allergy immunotherapy where I get weekly injections. And that seemed to have helped me a lot because I used to get sick ooh, every two to three months. Just having really bad chest congestions, infections, really bad sore throats, runny noses, itchy eyes. So I'm very fortunate to still be undergoing that treatment to this day. No medication for it. None needed. Unless it's really needed where it gets really bad, but it's not needed at this point. Going back to the live events. Not really much can be can be said about the comedy show we went to. I mean, they have their regulations and rules that they were implementing. But it's just something we're going to be experiencing as we move forward from this pandemic. The whole deal of live events, comedy shows, concerts, live music. The last concert that I went to was back in February. Actually, Valentine's Day, if you can believe that. I went to go see Striper at Warehouse Live. That was the last show I went to. I think I'm due for another live show. At the time of this recording... They are actually reopening the Warehouse Live this evening. And they have a bunch of tribute bands that are playing. I think it's going to be like a Queensryche tribute band or something like that. 
but going back to when when everything first started shutting down you started seeing concerts being canceled bands pulling out of tours and you're thinking man almost every major summer tour has been canceled something that's never been seen before in such a capacity I had two tickets for I had tickets for two shows that I was going to go to this summer one was actually going to be next month in June and sure enough that gets cancelled did I request a refund for those tickets the minute I got I get that email <laughs> that they were offering refunds I get my money back I'll get that 50 bucks back Can definitely buy me something I need. Food, clothing. And that's really what it's all been about for me during this whole lockdown thing. Paying off debts. Buying things that I need. Trying to get the car fixed. Practical things. Not just unnecessary bullcrap. More guitars. <laughs> Kidding, of course. And so that was originally going to be Winger and who was the other band? Warrant. They were going to play. And now they did it to where they had rescheduled it for October. It was going to be about six bands. Next thing you know, I think Winger reschedules. I think they pull out of that show and rescheduled it for August with Jack Russell's Great White. Will I buy tickets for that one? Probably. Winger is among, among one of my favorite live bands of all time. And so, I don't know, maybe a month prior, maybe a week prior, I'll buy a ticket. I just don't know how that's going to play out. It just depends on how well these shows are put on in the coming months. The second show I was going to attend in July was the Megadeth and Lamb of God Summer Shed Tour. This one was going to be at the Woodlands Pavilion. Paid a little more for that ticket. Just because I was going by myself originally. Come to find out that gets canceled. Or rather postponed to next year. <laughs> I almost scoffed at that. So you know what? I'm getting that $200 back. <laughs> so once they announce that they're going to start issuing refunds, I'm getting that refund back too. I could really use the money to fix my car right now. Now that I'm really not driving it to a lot of places. Very, very interesting to see what it comes down to for live events, live sh music. Hey, these musicians, they got super creative. They made use of the fact that, you know what? We're going to be on lockdown. Not a problem. 
some of these guys and girls started recording new music while under quarantine. Some of them started doing these quarantine lockdown sessions. I know Sammy Hager and his band has been doing it for quite some time, which at this point is like, man, Hagar's just, (laughs) he's old as fuck, but he's still rocking it. Some of them have been doing the, was those lockdown sessions that they put on YouTube where they cover a song, but each of them records a video of them playing their part. Say like Sammy Hagar's singing and, at his house and maybe like Jason Bonham's playing the drums at his house and uh, Michael Anthony's playing the bass in his living room stuff like that and then you compile it together others have utilized Zoom to start giving music lessons I know Nita Strauss has been doing guitar lessons Bruce Kulick from Kiss uh, most of these interviews that they've been, everybody else has been doing, have been via Zoom and Skype. Which again, very bright idea because I started doing it too. <laughs> That's where I got it from. I mean, I had been doing it already, for God's sakes. But it's almost refreshing to see that we are still moving forward. And we have to learn to adapt to whatever situation that we're in. Who's to say live shows never come back to how they used to be? Stadium tours? Forget it. Molly Crew and Def Lepp are still holding on to that stadium tour. Supposed to be receiving official word by June the 1st. So why wait a whole month? That shit ain't gonna happen. If small venues and clubs are barely at half capacity makes you think a stadium show is going to happen in a few weeks it ain't going to happen live nation refund people their money already it's the right thing to do people are unemployed right now these fucks and motley crew and whatever They're doing fine. They're living in their mansions. You know, they have no reason to complain. Oh, I'm locked down. Shut up. You have a home gym. You have a home studio. You practically have nothing to complain about. Meanwhile, us working regular Joes have to still go out there and get the job done. It's really the smaller bands and the crew that I feel for because they're unemployed so they have to figure out some way to make money again you know getting creative with all this making new music through zoom and all that good stuff putting new albums on hold that's that's the right move I don't think anybody's seeking new music right now even though it would be refreshing I don't think anybody would have the the uh, nerve to promote something new because that's the last thing people want right now they don't want a new CD can forget that 
there is, however, one, maybe not one, but a couple of things I've seen that might become a trend for live music. Might not work well in the comedy world because, I mean, you're already starting to see stand-up shows pop up left and right. I know comics talked about doing, like, a live stream of a comedy show from their bedroom or something like that, doing doing stand-up work there. Not sure how that's going to go over. You might as well just do a podcast at that point. But I will say, and I've been reading articles and news on all this sorts of stuff, and some of them have already happened. Uh, Travis McCready had a show, I believe it was last week. I want to say it was last week or two weeks ago, where he was going to be the first concert post-COVID-19 lockdown or whatever. I think, I want to say they had it at 25% capacity. I forget the town that they were doing it on, or the city. And they released an article with some photos on Rolling Stone, and it was just beyond laughable. Because it really takes away from what a live concert should be. I mean, you have people sitting down, and I've never listened to his music before. Don't know really what it's like. But people were sitting there, and just a handful of people up in the in the uh, the balcony, and I don't know. It's just to me, I wouldn't feel it's not the same energy. And you're really not. You're really. You're, nobody's really making money off of this. If you're not packing in a full house, in fact, you're not even breaking even. You're just holding it for the sake of holding it. I will say, though, Denmark got ahead of this. The idea of the drive-in concert, much like a drive-in movie theater, was tossed around and was able to be executed in Denmark. Also forget the name of that artist. Figures I should be well prepared going into this, but obviously I'm not. <laughs> but he did it. They had a little area, kind of like, I believe it was constructed. I don't think it was there already. But if you think about like here in Houston, years ago, years ago, ages ago, say like 2008, they had this festival called Rock the Bayou. And they held it where Astroworld used to be at. Of course, if you know now, it's it's a big open space there. Which I really thought they were going to do another theme park there, but what a waste. They just use it for parking for the rodeo now. Which is okay. Be able to pack a lot of people in. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Rock the Bayou, I really wanted to go to that. It was late August, early September. It was a four-day festival celebrating the 80s rock scene. Sounds corny as hell. Well, I mean, they had they had a really good headliners. Queensryche, Sammy Hagar, Alice Cooper, and Brent Michaels. He had bands like Rat, Skid Row, Y&T, Lynch Mob, Faster Pussycat, Gilby Clark, Lita Ford, Dokken, Great White. Bullet Boys, Britney Fox, 
Warrant, Ingvin Malmsteen, Slaughter, L.A. Guns, Black and Blue, Twisted Sister, Firehouse, the list goes on and on. But you can do something like that there. Construct maybe like a stage. We have people drive in. I mean, you have the space. And apparently they were streaming this show through their car radios or something like that. Just another idea that that was thrown around. And also the idea of the virtual concerts. Where people can pay a small fee, one to five dollars, and be able to catch a live virtual concert from a band. Again, not sure how well that would go over. Really, you're just kind of watching like a music video, maybe like a small session that they're playing, but it's not a bad idea at all. I'm really curious to see how that goes over. And I'm willing to, to partake in those things, too. I hear a lot majority of people saying it's not going to work. It's not the same. Yeah, I get it, it's not the same, but nothing's really ever the same anymore. People are actually trying to be more clean now, which baffles me. Shouldn't you have been doing that this whole time? Assuming everybody was clean. I never assumed that. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to assume everybody has something I can catch. I'm going to try to be mindful of that. Some people just live in fear, man. I know people that don't even don't even want to go out. They're afraid they're going to catch this thing mid mid-flight to their car others oh, still wearing their mask inside their cars and when they're picking up food stop it stop it it's bad but it ain't that bad people are still holding off on the vaccine and then I'll go to a live show good luck life's too short for that People are now healthier than ever. Actually more active than ever. I still can't find the goddamn bike anywhere. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Not that that hasn't stopped me from exercising. I'm still lifting weights at home and going back to my gym that just reopened not too long ago. If anything, this just keeps me grounded. I continue to do what I'm doing. I'm not stopping. Now, I will say, I am starting to invest in taking online music lessons. Something I've been wanting to do for so long. And I was actually considering taking these lessons in store. Given the fact that this whole pandemic's going on, I could just do them on Zoom. Pay for them for a little four-lesson package. Bam. Something I've been considering for quite some time. You know, it's it's only so much I can do as far as learning from YouTube videos and all that. I just I just don't have that discipline to sit down. I've and I've experienced this firsthand. I learn way quicker if somebody's teaching me in person. I can't can't sit there and I don't have I don't have that type of discipline. It's just the way I'm I guess it's just the way my brain is wired. I can sit down and pick apart 
little things like bass lines and drum drum fills but only so much I can get away with I actually want to learn about the instrument learn scales on the bass different modes different keys different styles same as the drums guitar keyboards just kind of like a jack of all trades master of none <laughs> I don't know but going moving forward it's 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 going to be interesting to see how the music industry continues to adapt and overcome in a situation like this will we ever get back to normal shows like we were before possibly might not be till next year who knows i don't have all the answers Am I optimistic we're going to return to some type of normalcy? Absolutely. Because we have to. Who knows? I might come out of this with a new job. Might be a professional musician after this. I don't know. We shall see. But if anything, if there's anything to take away from this episode... Given that it it is about the state of live music and live events, is that anything can happen at any moment, at any time. And you just have to be willing to overcome and adapt to that situation and take it for what it is. Things like this are beyond our control, but you can control what you're doing. Whether if it's learning an instrument during this downtime, uh, learning how to podcast I don't know certainly for me it's been a lot of uh, and again this is going to my downtime I'm still working during my regular work hours and the downtime I'm gaming a lot more really picking apart these instruments podcasting a lot more and just just continuing to move forward and reading too I'm doing a lot of reading so if you guys have gone to any shows or events as of late let me know fill me in what was the experience like did you enjoy it did you hate it were people wearing a mask did you catch COVID? What? What? <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. Nonetheless, it's been a lot of fun recording these episodes. At times, I'm going to get on here and do solo shows because I don't have any guests lined up. And maybe I want to talk about several things by myself. It's like I'm talking to myself. Most of the time I'm walking around just thinking about stuff like, hmm, maybe I should put this on tape. Nonetheless, I've rambled too much. If you guys enjoy this episode, feel free to rate, review, and subscribe. If you would like to hear previous episodes, 
go back and check it check out the podcast it's on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud and youtube whichever platform you prefer listening to it's all there again my mission here is quality over quantity and entertainment open forum so thanks again guys for tuning in don't really have much to plug other than the show on these platforms if you want to follow me on twitter it's juan underscore a underscore h that's where i'm most active my facebook and instagram pages are currently private for personal reasons only but i do promote the show on there for those that follow me on there already so tell your family tell your friends but again twitter is where i'm most active where i get most of my news from not very credible sources but you get the idea thanks again guys for tuning in we'll see you next time